0: Shabbos, parshas Truma. Here we are, Mamesh, in the throes of the month of Adar, Mishinichas, Adar, Marvim, Besimcha Baruch Hashem, month full of joy, B'zor Hashem, B'Soros, Tobos, Yeshuas and Achomos, for everybody. Um, just many, many of them, Foresham, are a little bit astounded at the Pshat, and the Pesach, it says, and Hashem tells Moshe to say, De'aber B'nei Yisrael, V'yik'chuli Truma. So, usually it would we'd imagine, say, they should give to me truma. What is it? So, many of the tzedekim explain that uh, there are many, many different kavanas a person has when he does mitzvahs. Sometimes a person has a kavana for himself, and sometimes they have a for the other. When a person um, has in mind that he really wants to give to somebody else, so he has ve'itnu. which should say ve'itnu truma. They should give to me truma. But says no, no, no. Ve'ichuli, take from me truma, because ultimately, all the opportunities that I give you to be a giver, ultimately is for your own good. Now, there's a problem with that. If it's for our own good, so everything I do that I think is altruistic deep down inside is really from selfish reasons. That's not the way we look at things. We know that the way things d- are done in the end is really dependent on your original thought and the conscious thought. And the conscious thought is you see some situation you want to help. and You go and give tzedakah. You do some mitzvah. So then you just... Uh, you you acquired a mitzvah, and you you did a, a beautiful a beautiful thing, and it's yours. But your intention was to do something good for somebody else. Obviously, sometimes uh, some of the tzaddikim say you have to also say not just because I feel bad I want to help somebody, but it's a mitzvah to do this, and that's why I'm doing it. That becomes even more pure. Now we know the famous Gemara in Sota. Which we're going to be learning pretty soon in the Dafyomi. Uh, the Gemara says that Akash Hu is really disgusted with a Balgaiva. And the term is, like Kabiyachal, it says that the Gemara actually says, Ein ani v'hu yecholim adur ba'olam. There's not enough room in this here world for the two of us, for Hashem and the Balgaiva. Not enough room in the world for the two of them. So it seems to be that all these matanas that we're talking about at the beginning of the parsha is to build a mishkan. What's the purpose of the mishkan? It's a dwelling place for the shechina. So if you want to be creating a place to have the shechina dwell, the thing that you got to stay farthest away from is gaiva, is haughtiness. Because Hashem said, there's not enough room in the world for the two of us, Baal gaiva and Hashem. So... Hashem doesn't want to come in if it smells of arrogance. And therefore, maybe part of the reason is, vayikhu li truma is Lilishmi. It's, it's, you're doing it for my sake. You're not doing it. Don't do it for your own sake. Don't do it for your name and your glory and your cover that you'll get from doing mitzvahs. Oh, you know, there's a yeshiva called Nevei on there in the, the throes of trying to build up a, a build, new building. And Baruch Hashem, so many of the, the, Alumni that we've spoken to, they said, yeah, I want to give. And they didn't even say, they didn't ask, how oh, can I have my name on this? And they're quiet. They don't need to have the fanfare. And that's really a beautiful thing because that's, that's how Hashem is attracted to dwell in places where the person doesn't impose his own self into the picture. So that's uh, something I think we should all consider about when we, when we give tzedakah, try to, try to remove ourselves and think that I'm the big giver and you think that you're being given an opportunity to, to give and also an opportunity is being given to you for yourself that you're you have a schus, I'm gaining from this schus and um, so sometimes a person thinks he's the big giver then it, it becomes gaivedik when you recognize that you're receiving something from this you're getting value So then it's a very important thing. Now, of course, we all remember the famous Gomorrah and Kiddushin that uh, they ask, let's say there's a a young man and he has no money. And there's a young woman who heard about him and said, she's like, oh, that would be a great chidduch. And she has money. He doesn't have money. So she says, I'll give him money. Is that a valid way of becoming uh, husband and wife if the woman would give the man money? Does that work? The Chazal tell us a resounding, "Eh," no, it doesn't work. But Gomorrah actually does say there is an exception. The exception is if the person, the man, happens to be a Adam Chashuv, an important person, a dignitary. And in that case, by giving the dignified person the money, she gains she has a, a financial hana'a of giving something to a person who's a chash of person. And this is this is part of what I think um, we have to understand. A famous story, I, I just uh, I remember that uh, somebody told me that, imagine you're in Raden, back in the 1920s or maybe early 30s and you're in the base medrash and the Chavetz Chaim is like you know, gives you a little uh, come over here You come out, yes, Rebbe. He says, can I trouble you for a coffee or a tea? Please, a tea. I really need a tea. And you're like, God, prepare. How much sugar? How much milk? Whatever. What do you want, Rebbe? And he tells you, and you run to the coffee room or tea room wherever. I don't know if they had any Shiva or you run and you chop wood and you put it in the fire and you boil up the water and then you you know, find the tea and the the cup and everything. You put it on there with the sugar and everything. You mix it perfectly and bring it to the chavetz chaim. And the rabbi here's the tea and he said, like, "Oh, makes a nice bracha. Oh, thank you so much. Really, ah, oh, this is why I needed. Tiskul mitzvahs." That guy is going to be telling his children, his grandchildren, his great grandchildren to say, oh, "I have the s'chus of doing something for the chavetz chaim." What a s'chus it is to do something! For a gadol ador, and uh, and I think that that's something we got to take into keep in our mind. That imagine if we had the time to do it for the Vilna Gaon, or the Shema Kadosh, or the Rishonim or the, as of Yosef Cairo, you know, the, the, sorry, the Rishonim, the the tour, the Rashi, and the Balayat Eishves, the Gaonim from the, the Amoraim, the Tanaim, imagine to the Neviim, you get in favor of the Navi. Psh. Be pretty old, but you know, to the avos, right? You go back, and you know what? Baruch says, "What happens if you know I'm asking you to do me a favor?" Can you do me a favor and bring some, take for me some truma? What a schuss it is! You feel like, wow, I'm, I'm gaining so much by giving to Hakadosh and he says that you actually become acquired because of the benefit, the hana the that you're supposed to have by giving, as it were, to So baikhuli Chuli Truma, Tzadikim explained that when you give to the Beis and the Mishkan, whatever, the Truma to HaKash causes, it's as if you acquire HaKash Just like the, a, a woman who gives money to an Adam Chashuv, Instead of the other way around, for all intents and purposes, his receiving the the, the gift has given her hana. Just like the Chavetz Chaim got the tea, you got hana. Just like Kosh Hu gets your your truma, you have hana that Hashem accepted it, and that's how we actually acquire Kosh Hu, it creates a bond. And this is something we should all re- recognize that every time we have an opportunity to give. There's so many causes out there that demand our, uh, you know, we want you, give, you know, so like, okay, but it's a schuss, it's a schuss, and Hashem should always be mezaka us, that we should be mezaka the rabbin, we should always be from people who are able to be givers, and to help people give, and also, uh, create that bond between Yisrael and the And of course, the ultimate Thing that would Khashom could prevent Khoshborhu from wanting to have a shechina dwell in our midst is if chas Shalom, there is no shalom between us. Now I know it's a bit long, but there's one thing that Rav Gamliel said that is just so, so vital. You know, it talks about the Aron and then how Khoshborhu told Moshe to make the Aaron and they had special outer gold box and inner wood box and the inner inner wood golden box and all the different zeirs, ahav, saviv and the badim and that removed and all the and the kruvim ma'is that had to be mik'sha it had to be one piece he says that and Hashem would communicate me beym kruvim Kosh would communicate to Klal Yisrael from amongst the two, the two kruvim so the kruvim Pnei are, are, are like like children he says that the Kruvin are, are our children HaKosh Baruch speaks to us through our children like when our children say can you buy me this? no, I'm not talking about that but when our children the way our children are needing our love and attention and what their situations are are really measures for us that we're supposed to take about how we're supposed to be conducting ourselves and what we need to improve, and we need to, to to get ourselves to be what the way Hashem wants us to be. It's from bein shtei kruvim. So again, it's also in the kruvim are on the aron, you know, you don't bring your children up that way on the aron that they they want to be connected to the Torah. That's the, another crucial aspect of this that we need to do that. They need to know that they're, they're the most special things, and the holiest of holies. Hashem, Baruch Hu, should bless us that the messages we should get from our children should be one of, of uh, inspiration and love. And B'zhar Hashem will help us, Taka, make ourselves more worthy and give them what they need and bring us closer to BS gol Tzadikim, Heber, Meina, Amen. Zayi, have an amazing Shabbos.